0: so that the world may never forget all that was done to save us, all that was sacrificed in our place. Part 2. Illusions and Safety Before Mend reached the mouth of the dragon's den, he saw what the other adventurer had spoken of. Littered along the path were brass dragon scales of various sizes, the largest as big as men's own hand. Gathering these as he went, he took the time to punch small holes into the scales, threading wire from his instruments through them to form a makeshift shawl. It was crude, but was sure to work for his purposes the rest of the scales he stowed in his pack as he continued to follow the dragon's tracks he came across a small oasis a natural spring fed from underground as he looked around he saw many other tracks from many other animals and creatures leading to and from the lush oasis As Manta stooped to fill his canteen, he froze, a chill sweeping over him. Out of the corner of his eye, he saw a monstrous shape. Barely daring to breathe, he inched his body to the side. Sixty-five, maybe seventy feet away, stood a manticore. Mandelot scarcely could remember the last time he had seen one. Parts of one hung on the wall of a tavern, maybe, but the reality of one proved to be far more terrifying. Slowly rising to his feet, he saw as the manticore finished its drink and took in its surroundings. No fool, men didn't dare turn his back as he crept, inch by inch, backwards and away. The manticore's eyes locked with his just as his fingers grazed the dragon scale shawl on his pack. Shit, he heard himself say. Teeth flashing, the manticore growled, crouching in an attack. Mend was still pulling the scales free when he saw the beast launch its tail spikes at lethal velocity with the whip of its tail. As he squeezed, his eyes shut in preparation. He could only hope he could get the scales up in time. The growling cut off like a switch, and after a moment, Mend realized he had felt no impact. Daring to open his eyes, he slowly lowered his makeshift shield. Frozen in front of him crouched a manticore, tail and spikes extended in front in an interrupted attack. As he looked down, he saw another tail spike embedded in his chest. I wasn't in time after all, he managed to think. But the pain didn't come. As he breathed, the spike stayed in place as he moved around it. Turning aside, he saw two more tail spikes suspended in the air behind him. Turning back to face the manticore, he had no time to ponder his situation, as he heard a disembodied voice growl around him. How clever. Sometimes the travelers along my path never see the manticore, let alone attempt such an intelligent defense. As the voice faded, he saw the image of the manticore fade along with it. Well... Come along, then. His heart still stammering. Mend saw many of the tracks fade from the path until he saw only his own and the dragon's. He had only one path left to him, and that path led closer to the lair's opening. It would be fun to entertain an adventurer capable of rational thought. Won't you join me? As the growl faded around him, Mandelos couldn't help but agree. Had the manticore been real, it was likely the only thing that could have saved him was the makeshift dragon scale shield. He found himself walking forward along the path, though now he kept the scales firmly grasped in his hands. If the dragon was smart enough to see him even here then even the precautions men had readied would not be enough. He felt that glow of hope begin to fade within his heart, though it did not dim entirely. Mendelos had no choice but to move forward, and therefore there was no point in being distraught about it. Why did you come alone? The ten heroes who come before you come in packs... Seeking in vain to steal my gold and cut my hide. What makes you so bold to come alone? Those men were lucky to return home with their lives. And they were all years ahead of you in experience. At this, Mendelos felt a smiles spread across his lips. There may be a way to save his skin after all. He continued to the mouth of the cave, a spring in his step and the wind in his hair. He would do everything in his power to ensure that no one died today.